Hello, and welcome to the Coast to Coast podcast. How are we feeling? Episode one. Oh, I'm feeling uh, good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. good. So, uh, Josh, how you, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm ready to get this podcast underway. All right. Well, let's go. So, what's the plan? Just to, We're looking at the... Um, just our predictions, I guess, our final standings for the 2022 season. So, yep. Eastern I mean, and Western. I don't know if you've done this, but I've done our floors and ceiling for each team. Floors well. and ceiling. I, I haven't, but I reckon if we discuss each team long enough, we can kind of go through. Um, mm-hmm. So how about we start off... I don't know what you started with, but I started off with East. So, so who's your fifteenth in the East? Who My fifteenth in the East. I've got Cleveland. I you've got Cleveland. I didn't okay. like their offseason one bit. Didn't I like just... the offseason. No. So they acquired they the most recent trade with the uh, three team with um, Portland and Chicago. Chicago. That was just a weird... For the Cavs, it just seems like a weird fit. Yeah, it, it for sure did. I don't know why. Because they've got... Um, they like, just got Evan Mobley. They've got... Evan, yeah. yeah, Evan Mobley, Kevin Love, Jared Allen, Laurie Markinen. Like, those are... decent... Oh. to good bigs. That's... Yeah. I don't I'm I'm a bit more confident in Cleveland than I guess you are, obviously. Um yep. I think just they've got so many guys that are able to take a jump. So so yep, many stretch. They've got you know, you've got the uh backcourt of Sexton and Garland, and I'm honestly I think I know Sexton I think it's because of Without those wins against the uh, Nets at the start of the season, I truly don't think that the Colin Sexton hype would be as high, right? No, and I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sold because they're obviously, I mean, there has been recently this um, growing idea, right, that the guys have been like, they're only good because they're on a bad team, and it's like that, you know. Scorer archetype that's been looked at as only good because they're on a bad team, and then they get their team becomes good and they still remain the exact same. And it's like, oh, like Devin Booker and Trey Young, you know, those guys where it's viewed as this is just a dude that's only able to score and it's never going to elevate the team to wins. Yep. And it's like, is that the same thing with Sexton, you know? Yeah, but um, the thing is, I think. With Sexton, the whole thing for me about that is um, the talks, the rumours in the offseason that everybody was upset with him because he wasn't passing enough. And then they didn't bring in another coach. I'm wondering what's going on in that front office if they're, like, helping mentor him to sort of learn to pass the ball more. I don't know if he's working on that part of his play style in the offseason. Yeah, I, I mean, know. especially considering, like, if you've got... <laughs> If you're running Sexton, right, and he's putting up twenty shots a game, that's yeah. like actually that's yeah, like that's about like 
I think that's as much as you'd want him to take, to be honest. Like, I don't... I don't know if, as the Cavs GM, I would trust the view that this guy is the future of the franchise. Um, I'm pretty sold on Evan Mobley. Like, I know... <laughs> I know through Summer League, I didn't watch an insane amount, but he wasn't, you know, breathtaking. But yeah, I still absolutely. think he's got that... I mean, there's always there's always a spot in the league for centers that can move and that can mm-hmm. get that switch. And even if he becomes, like, just a really good pick-and-roll guy, you know, that's able to put up, I don't know, 16 and... 10 that's still yeah that's still like that's still something that they need but it's like i don't know the mobley jared allen front court is confusing yeah i'm very confused yeah the entire team has just made some decisions that yeah don't sit right i don't think it's going to be a great season but i still think they're going to be not i don't think they're going to be the worst team in the east um for 15, I put Magic. Okay, yep. I respect that, absolutely, yep. I... I it's because... I don't know who is going to step up on this team, right? It's like... You've got such a weird... There's... What, what is the identity of Orlando at this point? Like, yeah. the... Um, like, the roster is just... It's like promise. I mean, last season at the deadline, they just shipped off their entire team, right? Yeah. And it's all of these things. It's like they've got guy. It's almost <laughs> the island of misfit toys, you know, just like it's promise true. that wasn't fulfilled at the start. And then now you've got all these guys like like Marco Fultz, like Yuendel Carters. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really chuck RJ Hampton in there yet because he hasn't even <laughs> had a full season, you know. Michael Carter-Williams. Um, yep. You know, all these guys, and it's just like, what's the... Uh, what is? What do you have to get out of them that hasn't already been... Because, like... I feel like a lot of these guys have hit their ceiling, and I, I think the acquisition of Suggs was good, considering obviously yeah. he uh, fell to them. Uh, was that the fifth pick? Yeah, it was the fifth pick. Yeah, yeah the fifth pick because uh, Scotty Barnes to the Raptors. Um, mm-hmm. Franz Wagner. That's a. Uh, I mean, that's an interesting pick. It's. I don't know. I really didn't. I don't know much about him. I wasn't intensely scouting. Yeah, I wasn't but, really into I mean, the college. You'll be inter- It's just they've got they've got a few good guards, and I'm just like, I don't know. They just seem like it's got guys that are going to put up just meh numbers that aren't going to surprise you, and it's just going to be that for what, unless. You know, unless Jalen Suggs turns out to be the friggin' greatest point guard, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, they. I'm yeah, a fan they're... of a lot of the guys. Like, if John Isaac can come back healthy, I am 
I'm all about all aboard the Jonathan Isaac, you know, train link. Oh, absolutely. I He's a six eleven guy that can play, you know, the small forward. And he can play the three, and he's just he can just clamp up your best defender, but then also. He's what like there are a few guys, right? Like I feel like the phrase gets thrown around too often. Like the ability to guard one through five. Yeah, it definitely gets thrown he around. Is too often, but he is one of the guys that I truly believe that actually can. Right. And to have that on your team is great. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know what value it provides to a fifteenth seed. Yeah, see that's a thing. He is um how old is he? Is he t- he's 23 at the moment. He's 23. He's, so he's, he's still got plenty of time to... Uh, oh. Like, if he can become a good jump shooter, that's yeah, dangerous. I mean... I mean that's freaking dangerous, bro. He's, he's 34% from three, so he's still, like, below average. But yeah, his, his effective field goal percentage is 52%, so he's still, like... Yeah, he's still he, he slightly gave him, he gave Blur, yeah. Yeah, he gave him around fifteen a game in the bubble before his injury. So, I mean, yeah, he's he hasn't he's yeah. It's like that bubble run was just yeah. That injury still was so. Actually, I don't know when he'll be back. I assume it's this season, but yeah, because... you know, ACLs can completely. It was an ACL tear, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, completely change um, <laughs> your uh, entire career, really. So yeah. let's hope that he comes we're back um, as good he was in the bubble. Yeah, I and, definitely, I definitely think he's got it in him. Yeah, wish him all the best. Who do you have at fourteen? At fourteen, I have the Magic. So we just so we, yeah, so we both so, yeah. switch that around. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. What's your thirteenth seed looking like? Thirteenth for me is Detroit. Yeah, I also had Detroit at thirteen, mm-hmm. and I mean, I am, I'm pretty hyped to see. Like, I, I think Detroit has something that they've been needing for a while, and that's just people to go. I wouldn't mind watching the Detroit game. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. For once, hasn't... it's they've got guys that I'm like. Are just fun to watch. Like Cade, if Cade can be what he's promised to be, like who knows? He's not. I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna be a bust, right? Like there's uh, no. I literally don't think there is any possibility that Cade Cunningham yeah. can be a bust in the league. Literally, he like, can, he can even just fall into a like solid yeah, like, playmaking role. There's yeah, nothing he, that he's. Yeah, like a guy that's got those abilities. I don't think there's any... There was no question about if it can translate. And I mean, especially yeah. with the rise of tall point guards, he's gonna fit right in. Especially one with a decent jumper. Like... Yeah, absolutely. That's, so that's, that's gonna be great. Rare. They had... both Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart making all-rookie teams, and I think that's yeah. fantastic value for what they got for the... um. Yeah, Sadiq was with the Nets pick. Yep, that's and right. And he was the, um... he was setting records for rookie three points made. Like, yeah, he I was. remember him cooking up the Celtics, and he had like six or seven threes. And you're like, yeah, this guy is 
for a power forward, small forward, like this guy can mm-hmm. shoot it. And then um, Isaiah Stewart, when he started getting minutes over <laughs> Mason Plumley and Jaleel Okafor, he was he was fantastic. Like, dude, dude, put up. Did he put up a? Tw- I think he put up a twenty twenty game. Yeah. Um. I think he did. Yeah. So, yeah, he's like, he was just dominant, and I also, I um, I was looking at a few things on him, but I saw that he uh during the end of the season he just uh Dwayne Casey kind of was like, go ahead, do what you want, and so he started you know taking those steps back and he stepped back and he and he would slowly you know getting that his shots just were coming from further away from the basket and yeah. you know he was like had a reliable three-point shooter and so i watched a bit of it and it was like one of those things where it's the eye test and you look at it and you go damn this guy like it's pretty bloody good yeah absolutely yeah that second half of the season was great for Detroit. Like, you can see actually upside about their future. I didn't think it would look mm. like that at the start of last season. I didn't think... Yeah, I, can see I was got, down on them. Yeah. But... They've got, like, a direction to go in now. They've got some core cool pieces. And... Yeah, yeah, they did part away with... They, they parted ways with Seku and... So, but they got, what, four second-round picks out of that? Yeah, that's that's a great deal. Those can be great assets in trades, and even they can turn them into good picks. So, yeah, hopefully, if they can, if they can draft well. I mean, I'm. Yeah, they've got coming in next season. Not just kill, um, not just Cade, but uh, Killian Hayes yep. coming back from injury. So a healthy one. Yeah. Um, hopefully he can slot in. I reckon they'll. I could see him being run at like the two. And maybe because he was kind of a turnover machine, to be fair. Yeah, you know, like was. obviously you still you can't just go. You're turning over the ball too much. You're no longer being in charge. But like I could definitely see him being slid over to the two even because he was. I think he was one of the youngest guys in the draft as well. So he's still got time to grow and I guess build that mass to play for the two. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. The, um, I was still a Luka Garza stand. I was watching those. I was watching those uh, summer league games that he was playing in. Yeah. And just watching him with that. Oh, it's you can't compare. Like, you can't you can't compare all time. But he just had that you know Dirk fader, and like yeah. obviously he won't be on that level. But it's like this guy. He's a good player. Like he was. You know, Naismith Player of the Year two times. Mm-hmm. Like this dude knows how to ball, and I think Detroit was like, you know, didn't care about the age, didn't care about just like this guy. We can't pass up on him when they kind of fell into his lap. So yeah, I just hope he's you know proving mm. all that wrong. And I think he definitely can be good. It's just like not the type of player you'd expect to be good in the league now as the game yeah, sort of you know, evolving. But it's I funny think... how those have changed from like, you know, guys like Julio Okafor being drafted, what, th- sec- third, second? Yeah, he was the. Yeah, I think so. Don't quote on that. But, you know, in the top three, and then mm-hmm. everyone instantly going, he would be a good player in the, you know, in the 90s to now a guy like that dropping so far, who arguably had a better, no, definitely, most definitely had a better college career than Absolutely, a guy like yeah. Julio Okafor. So even then, it's like, 
at 52, if you're carving out a solid role player, that's still excellent value considering the amount of guys that aren't in the league anymore. Yeah, absolutely. That's like to me, that's an absolute steal. I think, I think mm. Luka Kaza can definitely be good if they can find out a way to make his game work just as efficient in the modern era as it would have exactly. twenty years ago. Yeah. Um. Number twelve. I. Got? I've got the Raptors. I also have the Raptors. Okay. Okay. I'm this feels it feels weird, you know, because it's like. Their season was a their season was a confusing one. It's, I mean, they went from what the second seed in twenty twenty. Yeah, they were finished second. To now, like the finish, they just finished twelfth seed last season. They just well. finished twelfth seed last season, and then mm-hmm. having them at the exact same seed again, it's like, what happened? You know, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, they still had Lowry last season, so I think removing him. Um, obviously you're gonna get worse because he's a hell of a player. Um, I don't reckon Dragic is gonna stay. I reckon definitely Dragic is gonna move. It's the you know the Simmons rumors have been floating yeah. around. Uh, I don't. It's like will would they ever trade Pascal for Simmons? Like is that yeah? Is that thing. something that's possible? And it's like. You know, do you run Scotty Barnes at the four or what to do you with know, that? Like yeah. their roster's got just just quite a few question marks about the, yeah. I don't even yeah, yeah, it's like I don't even know what to say about them to be honest. It's just mm-hmm. they're in this level of mediocrity that's just kind of confusing. Unless they make drastic decisions. I don't know. I don't know what to think about them, really. Yeah, I think one thing that I really like. I'm very high. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce his name properly. Precious Achua or oh, Precious? Yeah, Precious. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they did get Precious. precious. In that trade. I think that. I I think that's a great pickup for Toronto. Yeah, I think dude under was... Nick Nurse, he can be done with it. Any dude that can block KD, no matter what, <laughs> is uh, is definitely a great pickup. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I completely forgot about Precious. Yeah. Um, he was pretty good in what we saw of him for the Heat in the limited minutes. He was pretty good in the uh, Olympic exhibition games we saw, mm-hmm. as well as in the Olympics. Um, who and knows, now, maybe OG takes that step up. It's, yeah, I think OG... I, I'm interested to see if they give OG the ball more on offense. I wonder if that's... If yeah, like what's his offensive craft? What's his ceiling like for like being a cre- like initiator and offen- like to create for himself? Like what can he do? Yeah. yeah I think definitely. I think he can, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at his stats. His numbers have improved every year. Um 2019-20 yeah. he was averaging 10 and last season he averaged 16 a game. So he's definitely improving as he goes on. I think I think he could definitely take that you know, twenty point jump and just be a guy that's like solid. Yeah. Um, in the league and definitely helping out his team, trying to put wins on the board. I feel like our number eleven is going to be the same. Okay. Who is your number eleven? Mine's Indiana. That is not mine. Okay. What's yours? What? What puts you? What concerns do you have about Indiana? Because okay. I am 
for some reason, a lot higher on them than the average fan, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I just think, like, um, so last season, where did they finish last season? They finished... They finished ninth. Um, I'm seeing nice. Chicago. Yeah. I'm seeing Chicago getting better. I'm. I. I just don't think like they brought in that new coach. I should have taken notes. You mean Rick Carlisle? Rick Carlisle. He can be good, but they don't have yep. any like Rick. You, they don't have I mean, a new. If you bring system. in a championship coach, mm. I. Th- it's like I mean Rick Carlisle's been. He was with Indiana during those. Um, early years so with the um obviously those fantastic 04 paces that made yep, it to the right. uh, yep. finals with um you know reggie's final Jermaine years O'Neal. with jermaine o'neill and yep. ron artest stephen jackson mm-hmm. you know um and then obviously he went to dallas got himself a ring mm-hmm. um as the head coach there so i definitely think that he can bring just new energy. I am Chris Duarte is an absolute bucket. Like he's right, yeah. a four. He was um their pick oh, yeah. out of Oregon at number thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. I remember that. Um, yeah. dude was like, like just look at his college stats. Man was just an absolute beast, and I definitely think that. I know a lot of people were confused about Indiana's decision to take you know a guy that's been there for. Um, you know, that's like an older player, but I definitely, I'm with them on that. Like, I definitely think it's what they need is just right now, a guy that can contribute and try to get them in the playoffs. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I can see, I can see Malcolm Brogdon taking a jump. I can see Karis Levert taking a huge jump. Uh, okay. we'll see how Chris Duarte does, obviously. Um, Sabonis is still there. He's still going to be a, you know, he's still going to be all-star caliber player. Based on boards. Yeah, he's still mm-hmm. going to be that all-star caliber player. Miles Turner is, was still going to, you know, put up six blocks on any given <laughs> night. Who knows? Yeah. You know, like, just... they've still got those guys that are just able to constantly contribute. Mm. Um, I but mean, their they... bench has a lot to be desired, but, like, you still have decent guys there, like, you know, Justin Holiday and... TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell. Oh, I forgot about TJ McConnell. Yeah, how mm. could I, like, you know, they're very, I can see him be, like, just a, a team that comes out of nowhere, and you're like, how did they do so good? Yeah. And everyone's I like, can. yeah, just, you know. I can Those guys where they have, that. like, like, Brogdon, Sabonis, and Karis Levert can all be on the all-star level, like, even if it's obviously, like, you know, the last pick in the all-star draft or whatever, like, yeah. they can still be on that all-star level. And then and with so to have three guys that, like, and they can't be on the same team as all-stars, but, like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, I'm just, I guess I'm just waiting for that jump to happen. Waiting. To That's determine, not to fair enough. whether they can make it or not. But yeah, who's your... At 11, 11, I had the Charlotte Hornets. Okay. Yep. Those are my... Yeah, that's my 10 seed. Okay. I am not as high on the Charlotte Hornets as every as like people seem to be. And I think that's just because I still... And I know it's bad, 
but mm-hmm. I still haven't bought into Lamelo. Okay. I'm still not all in. I I just still think I reckon Edward should have won the won the award. I think Lamelo yeah, is a great player. It's just like what I don't know. I'm still interested to see everything he can bring to the table. Yep. Like okay. that's fair enough. Um, I think Gordon's gonna drop. Gordon Hayward's definitely gonna. I think. How old is he now? What thirty two, thirty one? I'll see. I think. I think it's gonna. Yeah, he's thirty one, and they've brought in um. Yeah, thirty one. They've brought in Ubre and the as well. Ubre. I just I'm reckon wondering. it's just gonna be one of those things where it's just a natural. He's you know he's reaching the twilight of his career. He's just gonna start. Mm-hmm waning and i reckon it's going to be one of those guys where it's like in a season or two whoever's going to be tied up with his contract is just going to be like sitting here trying to shop it to any buyers because he's just taking up a roster spot like what people think of kevin love i reckon that's probably gonna end up happening to gordon if they don't ship him off and i reckon they should um kai jones though that's. I love that. I reckon he's going to be amazing. I, I was so distraught that we missed out on Kai Jones um, as too. a Spurs oh, fan. I thought the Spurs would be a great fit. I thought okay. we would have too. Um, but seeing what the what he did in the summer league, dude was throwing down, just completely. Like Charlotte, I don't know what their record is going to be. But they're going to be a fun team to watch. Like, yeah, they were. You last have year. you have guys that are like Miles Bridges, James Booknight, Kai Jones. You know, getting full court lobs from Lamelo. Yep. <laughs> new, like they're the new Lob City. Like, I think the amount. <laughs> like, I reckon if you did, like, I don't know if they've done it. But they did like a, you know, adding up. What's the average vertical? I reckon Charlotte could probably would probably have it, like somewhere near because so. they've just got guys yeah. that can just jump. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I am. Whereabouts are we? Sorry. I'm just interested. I don't think. Do you think they can fall out of playing game? Do you think that's like? Are they more likely to make play in or miss play in for you? I have them at 11, so that's just missing out on a plan. Yep. Mm-hmm. I reckon, like, obviously you got to fight. Like, I reckon there are, I think it's going to be between, like, the, yeah, the four teams, um, my teams from 9 to 12, I reckon, or, could all change throughout the season, but I don't reckon any of them are going to make the playoffs. So yeah, at ten, who do you have again? At ten, you had Hornets. Okay, I have Hornets. Washington. You've got Washington. Okay. I've got Washington at ten, and I think they've got good pieces. Like you have guys that it can play well. Like obviously you've got um, Boozer and Montrez and Casey, Bradley Beal and Spencer Dinwiddie. 
Um, mm. Yeah, obviously the newly acquired. You've got KCP, Montrez, and Coos. But what does that bring? It's like they've got a lot of pieces. It's almost like they're mm-hmm. a team full of trade pieces, but I don't think they're a team that's able to truly get all that out. Like, yeah, like you've got. I don't know. Is Rui going to take a jump? How's? I mean, I'm. I don't know what my opinions on Kispert are because he kind of shot. He shot pretty badly in summer league, and I think is he going to adapt soon enough to the? Um, I guess the NBA level, and is his shooting going to fully translate? Because he was viewed as one of the most complete. As, as like the three and D pick, yeah. um, in the draft, so he was in, like instantly gonna translate. And then in summer league, he was kind of really mediocre. He was like not shooting well at all. So, how's that gonna affect him? Mm. Is he gonna be truly effective for this team in the season? Yeah, I'm interested to see that too. I'm also um, I kind of feel like there's more on this team. It's more players that I can see having individual success i can see bradley beal getting better i continuing to yeah that's staying the same i can see kuzma getting better but i just can't see them meshing as one team yeah no that's that's 100 understandable i think that's where i lie as well it's like what can what it like washington's probably got like i feel like they have a really low ceiling compared to like, they have a high floor compared to a lot of these teams, but it's like their ceiling is still not that high. Like, I don't think they're going to... I don't think... Like, there are a lot of teams where I could go, yeah, they could surprise me and become really, really good. But mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure that Washington um, is going to achieve that. Yeah, I don't think... I I'm just, I just haven't brought into this team yet, and I don't think... Until yeah, I just don't think there's much that they can do. I think, I think really, Bradley Beal doesn't want to leave, but I think if you can find a way to get some sort of great, I'm confused about Spencer Dinwiddie actually going there. Don't know. What... Um, I'm a fan of the Spencer Did- Dinwiddie um acquisition. Yeah, I'm just wondering what direction does that put him in though. It's like it's it obviously makes them better, but it's like mm-hmm. it yeah. I reckon they need to They're doing these moves to almost appease Bradley Beal, I feel. Yeah. And he so, just yeah. he's not gonna win in Washington. I don't like think. that's just the truth. He's not gonna win if he's with the Wizards. And I don't know if he's going to be there at the end of the season. Yeah. Is he going to get traded, you know, to a to a team like Boston or a, or any other, I don't know, to a, mm. what other teams have a chance of landing in? A Blazers yeah, um, for, like, CJ and stuff? Who knows? I mean, maybe, but, like, Danny of Dia, I was really disappointed in his rookie season. Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah, not really sold on him. To be honest, like I just don't think he's gonna provide that much. I could be completely wrong. Like I could be looking back on this in six months and be like, "Oh my god, dude, Denny of Dia, my favorite (laughs) thirty-eight point per game scorer 
I forgot about him, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I just, yeah, there's some, um, I mean, to be fair, he was injured for like the second half yeah. of the season. But yeah, I'm not holding it against him, I'm just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so your ninth seed was. My ninth seed was Washington. Washington, cool. Yep. So I had Paces at nine. So who have you got at eight? Now, this is where it gets interesting. Okay, at eight, I've got, okay, I've got Atlanta. Okay. Who's your eight seed? At eight, I have Boston. Okay, I'm... I I'm, continue to be underwhelmed. I'm sold on Boston. I you think, are sold? Um, All right, well, yeah, let's both discuss really. Atlanta since we're both not too high on them. Because I got them at seven. So, that... Would you call the Eastern Conference Finals run a quote-unquote fluke? Like... I, I'm not saying... I don't want to call yeah. it a fluke run. I'm not calling it a fluke. But I can't see them doing it again. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things. Like, I think Trey should be an all-star this year if he could use the same, because it was one of those things where it's like, he was playing, the team was bad at the start of the season. They had a great turnaround. And obviously, that's usually not shown. So everyone's going to be focusing on Atlanta this year. They're going to have, they got, um, mm-hmm. They got better, definitely. So, brought back John Collins too. Brought back John Collins on that extension. That's pretty huge. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, unless he severely underperforms, I reckon they should be pretty happy with that. Yeah, um, absolutely. I reckon they who they bring in uh, Sharif Cooper. That's that was oh, a pretty yeah. good pick considering. Um, that's pretty good value. I think obviously he's not. He's, the entire question mark was about him was he's a guard that struggles to shoot, and especially mm-hmm. being undersized, that's definitely an issue. But I mean, I've seen his height change from like six foot to people calling him six two to people calling him six four. So I'm not really entirely sure where he stands right now. But um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty. I reckon they definitely could bring in, like, could. I could see them making a few trades um, by the trade deadline just with some guys that are, like, valuable to win now teams, you know? Right. I like, mean, like, Gallo, like, what's yeah, he going to give them right now? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, hopefully Cam Reddish is back. Hopefully Onyeka Okongwu is back. Yeah, I'm looking. I'll, I want to watch Onyeka play this season. Yeah, I Onyeka, think- I feel like, is one of those guys where it can just be... Just complete, you know. It's a lot of the small ball fives that are just can come in and just go at the rim, and they will just knock you out with them. Like a guy like like Montrez was in his sixth man of the year campaign, yeah. where he's just you you take him off the bench, you chuck him on, and he's just an energy, you know, um, big man. I mean, Bobby Portis is the same, right? Energy yeah, big man I that comes think. off the bench. He's a bit smaller. I really, I'm a big fan of those type of guys. I don't know. It's such a yeah, weird niche, but so like if you can carve out a role like that in the league, then you're going somewhere. And the fans love it too. Like you saw that in the oh uh, yeah the yeah the finals the of Bobby, Bobby Portis MVP chance. Yeah. Just bring just bring everything you've got, and everyone will love you for it. Um, I think hopefully John Collins does make a larger jump than what he did. Um, yeah. 
here's the thing it's... about. Go ahead. Sorry. I think um, sort of underdog mentality they had last season. Like, uh, Trey Young didn't wasn't an All Star. Clint Capella wasn't an All Defensive Team. John Collins was still fighting for that contract extension. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, it felt like didn't have as much fuel. There was that chip, and mm. I mean, they should be great if Trey can survive his first game in New York. <laughs> that getting shot on the way. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but I really I did enjoy watching the um, Hawks run. It's just I still have those. They're a good team, but the East has just improved a lot this year. Definitely, it definitely has. There's so many more teams that like even injury riddled teams there were as well. That yeah, yeah, there's a lot of injury riddled teams that now have obviously bounced back and now are looking a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um. So at my eight seed, I had the Celtics. Okay. I am just not... I could see me being wrong here, but it's just... We saw it last season. Like, they just didn't... Mm -hmm. There wasn't enough... They just weren't gelling as a team. And I don't know if maybe that's like... Who knows? You know, maybe it's one of those teams where it's like... You just have to slightly change the identity and change a few guys around. Like, you know, bring in... Schroeder over, which Schroeder, by the way, steal of a contract. Like oh, the C's should be super dollars. happy with that. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah um, I just think I've got Boston all the way up. They're my fourth seed. I don't know what it is about that team. I don't know. I don't know. I just love that. Four. I can see Robert. Four, four seed. Yeah, I can just see. Last season, remember that um, trio of Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum? Really yeah. played, like, any games together. Yeah, they were, that is... They were, so, they were so injury riddled, and now they've got... Al Horford is back. I think that can boost their chemistry. The city loves him. And even just, like, Jason, like Jason Tatum is... I mean, his playoff run was just amazing. Can you imagine that with Jalen Brown alongside him? Josh, even Josh Richardson to be a solid 3 and D guy. Off yeah, to I give think... Him a bit of a boost. I hope Josh Richardson does, I guess, re- not revive his career, but he was good. Like, he was good for a second-round pick. And then now he's just become, like, he's just become stagnant. And I hate to see that in guys where it's, like, you know, you get those guys that are, like, oh, he's second team. You're, like, wow, this guy was, like, drafted pretty low. Let's, I can't, and then it's just, oh, it's the exact same. Right, yeah. And hopefully Josh Richardson, you know, can take that. Even if it's not in, like, points category, but it's just, like, you're confident enough to go screw it. And you chuck him on your team's, like, best scorer, like, best wing, and he'll just, like, try and yeah. clamp the hell out of them. He needs to have that. He needs to be able and to just give them hell. Switch, switch where yeah. he's going to complete clamp. I think... This guy's not going to score a point on me. I mean, what's, like, what's the, uh... What's the Celtics, like, defensive lineup? Like, if you're running, like, a, if you're trying to go full D, you run, what, like, Marcus Smart at point. You've got... Right. Um, Brown. 
uh, Josh Richardson, then Jalen Brown at the three, yeah, Tatum yeah, and Williams. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty bloody good like defensive, you know, like yeah. setup. It's just like um, the thing is about that defensive setup. You've also got some of those guys like like they good can scorers go for as well. Yeah, any given game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, it'll be interesting to see just how the team functions. With and, such um, a big front of like Danny Ainge was Boston, right? Like he was yeah. the, that like when you think of the like the Boston front office was just it was just known as Danny Ainge's you know finessing yeah. like there's so many like GMs and the quote was just Danny if Danny Ainge rings you you just hang up because you you know you're gonna get <laughs> finessed right and it's yeah. is that gonna is that gonna hurt the team like yeah recently like are their acquisitions going to be like bad or um how's brad stevens gonna go is ime Adoka gonna be you know a good coach or is he he's gonna be able to take this because this is a roster with great potential like rob williams he could be like an all defensive second team guy down the track tatum obviously is like a future mvp um Mm -hmm. jalen browns is already an all-star he could be an All NBA second team, only be a third team guy if the Celts are really good. What's how is he gonna how is he gonna utilize that roster properly? And I just I, think, I think they were very disappointing, honestly, last season. I don't know if well, they're gonna be able to remain the same. I was very disappointed. I was very disappointed in them last season. I think Jason Tatum has a. I think Jason Tatum has a great mentality. I can. I think he can. I think he can be like a few years down the track. He can be a great leader in terms of like best player and off the court. I think he's good at um. Yeah. Using that team's mentality. Who'd you have at seven? At seven. At seven. At seven. Are the Knicks? The Knicks at seven. Knicks at seven. The, wow, um, you we're getting we're getting a bit different here. Mm-hmm. What what was the uh, the Knicks at seven? How did were you a fan of their off season? What was your opinion on the Knicks off season? Okay, I liked, I loved that they um brought back, which is um Derek Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah, um, Kemba. What contract did they? They've still got that. Big Kemba contract, don't they? No, Kemba got bought out. So Kemba's on oh, like, right. um, I'll find it for you. Yeah, Kemba's not on that much of. A, Kendra's not that um expensive. He's on a two-year seventeen mil. Okay, okay, I forgot. I forgot. So nine mil a year, which is like pretty mm. like yeah, definitely considering he was he had a bloated contract. I think that for Canberra is fair enough. Yeah. I didn't really like their draft. I was kind of confused about what they were doing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I was also. For the Hornets, that was confusing to me. Yeah, I don't oh. know what the, what their uh, mentality was with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Randall is... I don't know. Is he, I don't know if he's gonna make the uh, make make an All NBA team again. I think just considering he's just got more. Uh, what's it called? 
um, help around him as well. Yeah, right. I'm it's ready. I am. So who's all NBA second team? Sorry, I am ready for RJ to just completely blow everyone out the water. I'd love I, to see that. I am all about. I am all aboard the RJ Barrett hype train. Yep. Actually, yeah, me too. I think I am down for it. Mm-hmm. But um, the Evan Fournier acquisition, they've got that was so good. many. That that was good, but like, does that mean Emmanuel quickly is going to get less minutes? Does that mean... I I it does. That's the thing, right? It like it. The truth is, yeah. It when you've got um. D-Rose back, and you've gotten, as well as RJ, if you're going to run him at shooting guard, Evan Fournier, Kemba, that just, that means, yeah, less, less, uh, quickly minutes. I mean, you know, if quickly's mm-hmm. not playing, but they're still playing good, Knicks, you would still keep that. I mean, but for, from a fan's perspective, you'd love to just see, um, yeah. Emmanuel just go off. I think that's what we all wanted, really. Mm-hmm. I remember watching the Bleacher Report Floater mixtape. <laughs> oh yeah, with the uh, the Emmanuel dudes, dudes built in that six man mold. Yeah, and you saw yeah. it when it was like talking to Lou Will. Like dudes just made that his entire mindset, and I I really I respect Emmanuel a lot. Is Obi gonna? He's going to bounce back from the subpar rookie season, you know? I completely forgot about Obi. Yeah, like, exactly, right? Like, people just have already forgotten about the guy. Because mm. dude averaged four points and two rebounds. You know, now, for the eighth pick, that's not what you want at no. all. No. Um, but he only had 11 minutes per game. It's like, are they going to... What's what's the plan? Uh, Mitch Robinson comes back. I'm so excited for Mitchell Robinson. I am I, I was, a big fan. I'm a big fan of him before his injury. Big, I'm a... big Mitchell Robinson fan. Dude's got <laughs> dude's got the same size feet as me. Isn't that crazy? For real? Yeah. He's got size thirteens, I think. Damn, at seven foot. He's seven foot with tiny feet. And you can see it because he can he can move, right? Like he's kind of like he, dude's ability to move around the court is actually like really underrated. It's like sh- friggin' nuts. Yeah, and his and he broke that field goal percentage record as well mm-hmm. in uh, 2019-20. That's that's completely flown under the radar. Everyone, I just think so. You, so you had Knicks as your seventh seed. I did have Knicks as my seventh. Okay, seed. I had the mm-hmm. Hawks as my seventh seed. Now, who's your sixth? My sixth. Is Philly? Whoa! I, I'm. Wow. Who's your sixth? My sixth is Chicago. Yeah. Philly. Okay. Philly. Talk to me about. Talk to me about Philly at sixth. So basically, first of all, just the obvious issue is on the yeah the elephant in the room yeah. Um, but like the thing is now, Daryl Morey's done that. They wanted so much for him. As more and more and more and more rumors come along, 
they know that he's um they're not going to be able to get that much good for him. Like, like there's talks about him, CJ McCollum, and a couple picks for him, but he doesn't even want to go to Portland. It makes me wonder if he has to, if they're going to have to have Ben Simmons on the roster until like the trade deadline. Like, I don't know about if they can get that chemistry back, but also if they have to, if they can't get like a great player like they were trying to get, I think uh, Embiid. An Embiid-led team with, like, no other, like, second star. Like, Benzema what about Toby? What about Tobias Harris? I did forget about Tobias Harris, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. But I still... I don't... I think their, their ceiling is a three seed. I don't think... I don't think... You I don't think, think... You don't think they can even get a higher seed? I don't think they can get a top two seed. I don't think they can do better than Nets or Milwaukee. <sighs> I think an Embiid-led team, honestly, is it's. I think with Embiid and just a decent amount of pieces, it's gonna be in that like he's always gonna. I think Embiid is never gonna be floating less than a fourth seed, like in his prime, which is now. Like, okay. I don't think he's ever going to hit below that, uh, bar, like, I don't know, a tragedy. Like, it's just not, yeah. it's just not going to happen. And so I think, I mean, I, yeah, I could I could have to swallow my words now and watch him be the, you know, friggin' ninth seed after Ben Simmons gets traded and he gets injured and the team loses and everything. But, like, mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. I'm yeah. pretty high on Embiid, to be honest. I'm pretty high on a lot of centers. I've got yeah. a soft spot for every big man uh-huh. in the league, it feels. Um, I just think, uh-huh. with the Ben Simmons scenario as well, uh-huh. I'm more confused than anything, especially uh-huh. about Daryl Morey apparently trying to fleece like four firsts from teams. That was ridiculous. The, um... Which not only is confusing for the fact that Ben Simmons is not worth four first-round picks. It's also, why are you trying to get four first-round picks as a team that's aiming to contend? Like, yeah. was his plan, like, was he essentially trying to do, you know, get assets and flip them? Yeah, Kenny, and just, you know, get four firsts and then chuck that into, the, into like, a Dame trade or something. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just think they need to... They need to make a move fast or they need to convince Ben Simmons to just come to training camp. Mm-hmm. And if he plays, right, then you're happy with... It's it's going beyond the point of no repair, right? Mm-hmm. This relationship yeah, is so fractured. It's like you cannot fix what has happened. Mm-hmm. With the whole refuse, you know, getting fined, refusing to start a training camp, it's like. But can you almost convince you know, the GMs in the league that the uh, situation is all is all good now, just to try and regain any leverage that you had, and try and find, you know, That's and true. try and have the ability to um, just get a decent offer for him. Because yeah. you have to trade him, right? And it's if if you have to trade him, his value obviously automatically drops because 
yeah. teams can offer less. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, his um, his manager is Rich Paul. Yeah, it's Rich Paul, and and he, he was, was um, he was part of that LeBron decision, wasn't he? He's all about an individual player. Well, yeah. Well, Rich Paul's actually currently under um. He was he's he's um had direct apparently direct confrontation with Daryl Morey, and they've been arguing, and mm. so now he's essentially it's the entire Sixers front office against Rich Paul. Um, Tyrese Maxey's also a Rich Paul. Um, I guess uh, is uh, Rich Paul is um well part of Clutch, and obviously that's Tyrese Maxey's um agency, and so they wanted to get both Tyrese and Ben out of Philly. And just have no, and just advise all players that are signed with Clutch to not go to Philly because of the way they treat their players. So is Tyrese gonna? Is Maxi gonna stay? Because I reckon he's got friggin' bucket loads of potential. I think I think um, Tyrese Maxi showed showed great potential the last the last season. Mm. I think he can be good. But um, I'm not. I'm just not sure what team like. Obviously, the team that comes to mind. Like when you say they should have a rebuild, but they've got a great win now piece. Be the Wizards, but Bill doesn't want to leave. But if there's another team that could get Tyrese Maxey and then far, and then just take on Ben Simmons. Yeah, ben I Sim- could. I mean, ben I don't Simmons know if Ben Simmons like, Washington trade is gonna happen. Like, because this is one of the things where Washington Beal doesn't want to leave Washington. Washington doesn't want to trade Beal. They wouldn't. Tr- exactly. You don't trade your star if the star doesn't ask ask right mm. that's like that i think that's like the general thing around the league it's like no matter what teams will rather friggin step over hot coals than trade a star that isn't asking to be traded especially a guy mm. like beal who can you know lead the league in scoring that's yeah, that's exactly. uh he's not like he's no scrub um so where did you so that the uh sixes were your six seed yeah they were i had the bulls at six Okay, Bulls and are my th- five. And I think that's their ceiling, honestly. I think, yes, yeah. around six or five is their ceiling. I don't think they can reach top yeah. four. Like, they, they have... Um, I mean, they've been probably the most talked about team this offseason by the Lakers, just because... I mean, shout out to the Bulls front office, because they've turned that team around. Absolutely. And all they need, right? Like the Knicks have proven it, right? You can be a decently big market team all you want, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're consistently bad, it's really not going to change much. You have to reach the playoffs and then teams will have confidence in you, right? And so even if now the Bulls finish like like the Knicks did around like, you know, that you know, good playoff team tier, the fourth, fifth, sixth. That mm-hmm. inspires confidence in players in the Bulls' like front office and their team to go. All right, I can sign there as a superstar player and not be afraid. And I think that's just all the. I think that's what Bulls fans realize, and they just exactly. you know, they don't care about the outcome of the season. Like they don't care about winning in the playoffs or anything. It's just about the fact that they've they've put themselves in a position to do good in the regular season is mm-hmm. inspiring confidence. I mean. You've got Patrick Williams. Obviously, is taking is in his second year. I I'm I'm pretty happy with Patrick Williams. I saw him when we were playing against him during the uh, summer league. There was a few instances where essentially 
what they were trying to do was just help him create for himself. Yep, and so there was a few instances where he was getting turnovers, but like, dude, I remember Dude dropped like 32 on us in the summer league, and I was like, damn, this guy's like, he is, and he was like just hitting, he was hitting his threes, and he was just clamping up, and he's just a great, he's a great young defender, and he's, he's already, you know, I think he's already getting ready with that offensive ability. Yeah, and with Damas there. Damas there, Zach Levine, Vooch, yeah. um, Lonzo. I Lonzo, love this. I love Kobe, White's there Kobe right now. Mine. Caruso. Mm-hmm. They have pretty good defenders to make up for guys like Damar, and I guess Vooch isn't that great of a defender. But, you know, you have your Zach Levine, your Lonzo Ball, your Patrick Williams, who are fantastic on-ball defenders. Yeah, Like, absolutely. both team and on-ball defenders, actually. Um, and so I reckon they'd be super happy with that, especially to see if Lonzo can continue that jump that he's made in both his shooting and just overall consistency. Yeah. I think now they've got... He's got, like, um, got Fusevich to help him with his spacing. He's still got that lob threat that they could have that he might have lost in Zion. Maybe he wouldn't have been that good, but he's still got Levine and everything. Yeah. I think, like, another fresh start. Oh, I'm waiting for oh, God, the moment. The moment of full court, Lonzo Ball to Zach Levine. Dunk happens, which it will. Which it will. I can... I Bro, every single network is just going to be spamming it. Be like, Bleacher Report, House of Highlights. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, every single thing. Mm-hmm. Nine news for all we know. Zach Levine to and we're just gonna see it. Yeah. Um but I think they're definitely gonna be fun to watch and I definitely would tune into some of the games. Um with Damar as well, right? It's like he's 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 no longer the first scoring option. But so as a Spurs fan, I watched almost every single game we played last season. Yeah. Damar is one of the has become such a good playmaker. Like super yeah. underrated, right? I think people forget that we were literally playing him at the four, like for parts mm. of the, like for a lot of the, like for a lot of the, we were playing at the four and at the three, and dude was able to like just completely, he was just spotting guys and you're like how the, like where you'd go that's like a good pass from point guard but it's like it's Demar Derozan that's doing it and you're like oh damn like this guy's definitely um improved well, so much better than his Toronto days. And I think he's a more complete player than he was in Toronto. And, Definitely. I mean, I'm still a bit, you know, miffed he didn't get an all-star nod, but... Mm-hmm. Um, with us in San Antonio, but I think he's just become a more complete player. And I think, especially if you're getting to the, you know, end of your career, if you're able to add an entire, like, element to your game that you did not have at all, that's pretty bloody impressive. And I think every, you know, I think Chicago is super should be super happy with having Demar there. Absolutely, yeah. I just don't see. I can see. I just think once they get that chemistry going, I can see them having like ten wins in a row type of runs. I think they can just have a great stretch and just get to most definitely. Mm. Um, who's your fifth seed? My fifth seed is the Knicks. So, Next, okay, we've gone over that. Your fourth seed. My fourth seed is the Miami Heat. 
Okay, they're my third. They're your third? Okay. Mm-hmm. So with Miami, I they've obviously improved, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like I think I'm I'm ready for Bam to take the jump. I'm I'm I think Bam is a better player than Jimmy Butler is right now. I don't know if that's a okay. hot take. I just um, I don't know. Like even after Butler's finals run, I mean he was like they were, they had a lot of injuries last season. Mm-hmm. So like but there's still no excuse to be swept against a yeah, team absolutely. that you absolutely embarrassed in the bubble. To go back and be swept by him was just to to be outplayed by Bryn Forbes. That was yeah, that's just unacceptable. That's just Absolutely. unacceptable, right? And I don't know and I think they've obviously like with a full season and um hopefully praying um no injuries and no um health and safety protocols enacted. Yeah, of course. Um yeah. I think they'll definitely improve. Kyle Larry's great. Um PJ Tucker. It's a great Indeed. um Yeah, of course. And Victor Oladipo. Signing uh yeah, VO's back. Mm-hmm. So see what he can bring to a t- to the table. Yeah, like you have think... four all stars, like four current and former all stars, like mm-hmm. that are still playing well. Um yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's interesting to see what happens, but I don't think they're gonna move much. I think they're still gonna be in that like Six to six to three, and yeah. it's like they can move around there, and obviously that's like, but that's like that's like a five game gap, maybe. Yeah, at the most. So it's that's like I don't think they're gonna. That's actually that's getting generous five games. I think it's gonna be a lot smaller than that. So it's like it could happen, but who really knows? You know, mm-hmm. it's just. I just I feel like they're one of the teams, right, where they're just there. And I don't know if that's yeah. harsh or I just feel like the Heat are just there for me. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. But I can I don't know, they've got to get I mean Spolster's a good enough coach. They've got a good enough front office. They've got now another dog in DJ Tucker, more veteran leadership in Kyle Larry to go along with Jimmy Butler. I think they can have another playoff playoff run. I think they can go. I can't see them making the finals again, though. Yeah, I don't reckon they'll be in the finals. And I'm, I'm not. Tyler Hero is not going to make that jump. I think. I don't like you. The bubble run wasn't a fluke. I don't think. I think because considering you know, they still had injuries when they came back this season, so they struggled. But I think the Tyler Hero run was probably safe to say, a bit of a fluke. I just do just... Mm-hmm. That's one of those teams where it's like they just seem to play better in the bubble, you know? Yeah, I think they just adjusted to that environment better because, like, they're yeah. sort of just... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think... um Jimmy didn't let him... He's a young guy. Jimmy didn't let him get distracted at anything. Mm. Like, just focus on basketball. That's why we're here. That's why we're in the bubble. Yeah, that's why he was so good. But like, I mean, he. Yeah. Um, at number four, you had the Celtics. Did you say? Yes. Yes, that's. We discussed them. I'm still. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot more confidence in them than I do. 
At number yeah. three, who's your three? Mine's Heat. Yeah, the Heat at three. Okay, I had sixes at three. Yeah, Philly. Yeah, we've already gone over them. Phil, number two, I see. Yeah, then two and one are both the exact same. Number uh, two, Bucks. Yeah. I, I'm so happy that Giannis got his ring. Like me too. I almost, I almost cried watching that. Oh, happen. I did cry. I, I was, I was crying with him, man. <laughs> like just, I don't know. Seeing, seeing a. I think he's definitely. He doesn't need any more accomplishments now. It's like one of those things, right? It's like he does not need any more accomplishments now. He just mm-hmm. needs longevity. He just needs yeah. to continue. Like, Literally. dude's already a Hall of Famer. Like, we just yeah, yeah we're watching this Hall of Fame, and it's like if he can hang around longer, then he is gonna become the second greatest power forward the NBA has ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. he's he's un- he's still only twenty five. Uh, that's crazy to me. It's I mean I'm I'm saying second best because there is no world in which a current NBA player um <laughs> passes Tim Duncan. Yeah, I can't see I can't see anybody in the league right now. I, I don't, don't see think... any college players. No, I I just don't think it's gonna happen. No one mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's gonna pass Tim Duncan for a for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but Giannis is just, I think you have one of the, he's becoming quickly, like, you have one of the all-time greats on your roster right now in his prime, and that's insane. That's, like, a crazy, um, yeah, that's, like, any Bucks fan yeah. is already sold. Yeah. Like, you could, they could turn around and be the worst team in the league, and I don't think anyone would even... Yeah, because they've done it, you know? It's one of those things, it's like, they've got... I don't think they have any... I think they're one of the teams with the least amount of expectations on them, to be fair. Yeah, I think... Because they've already achieved it, right? And yeah, I don't think exactly. anyone's expecting them to go back-to-back, or... I'm not expecting that. Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez are not going to get getting older. any younger. Exactly. So, you know, I, if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm so happy that, like... The roster you've got now, that ring, I think contending for the next couple of years, and then hopefully start using that Drew Holiday, that Brook Lopez piece, and getting some win now yeah. guys a few years down the line. Yeah, and hopefully 100%. giving us giving us another great team. And then number one, the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn I Nets. think I. Every single person who has made predictions has put the Nets at number one, and I mean, there's no, there's no other team that's even close. Uh, uh, yeah, like I, I can see them, I can see them going like, like a good. They're definitely a. I can see them going like sixty-six wins or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I think. Yeah, if they aren't the one seed, then. Who knows? But it's just mm-hmm. I don't know any other team that's more just is going to be more dominant. I mean, you have literally the I'm best. Looking at their roster now, the best small forward in the league right now, oh. and the best shooting guard in the league right now. In my opinion, the best player in the league right now, and the best yeah, the, 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 the yeah, the right best now. player in the league right now. Just full stop. Yeah. 
like you have two guys that are top five MVP candidates. Plus, you know, you got your Kyrie Irving. Irving. Plus, um, Blake's gonna come back. Um, mm-hmm. He was surprisingly good as that small ball five. Yeah, like I, didn't, I knew I he didn't was gonna be good, point. but I did not expect that from him. Mm-hmm. I am um, a certified Bruce Brown stan. Um, okay. Yeah. For any guy to do that playing, what was he like? What's he six four? And they had him at like power forward center. And he was frigging locking guys up. Mm, yeah, he was. He gave, he gave them. He, you can see. Yeah, he's six foot four. He's um. He just puts his heart into every single game. He's exactly. Like, he's just, just, he's just a just a dog. Um. Obviously, it's barring impossible. Joe Harris's shooting woes at yeah. the uh, playoffs, yeah. he's still going to be. Yeah. A thirty-nine percent to forty something percent three-point shooter. Yeah. There is no taking that off him. It's just a shooter. It's just just a shooter. shooter. That's just his job. And he goes Mm. out and he hopefully does it. Um, Obviously, Kyrie, he should be coming back from his ankles. Harden should be coming back. Having a full 82 games, having this team play an entire 82 games should be terrifying for the league. Like... Those are the thing, right? When you're playing, when you're like that, right? It's like those are eighty-two games where the odds are all against every other team, right? Like, yeah, those are eighty-two games where you're tipped to win, and it's like obviously mm-hmm. they're not going to go eighty-two and zero, but it's like you have a team like that, and there are very few nights where people don't expect you to blow out the other team. Mm-hmm. It's un yeah. It's just it's it's just insanity. It last really season, is. last season, it's like pretty much for a team with that many good players. Last season was like worst case scenario, basically. Yeah. With all the news and everything, I can't this see. Fi- finals or bust. Finals yeah. or bust for this Brooklyn Absolutely. Nets team. Absolutely. Do it for Jay Z. Well. We uh we plan to do all thirty, but I reckon we um cut it off here, yep. and we'll we will save our time. Western Conference uh discussion for next week. Okay. So uh. Awesome. Thank you, thank you for, for listening. coming along to watch Thanks Coast for to coming Coast. Along, hearing us rant for a fucking how long? I've got no clue. I hour. did not time it, but it felt like a while. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. All right.